Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called So That You May Know. Simply, Christine. One summer afternoon, I was sitting in the bleachers watching one of my sons play baseball when I overheard a woman behind me say, I haven't met this lady, but someone forwards me her stuff. I don't know too much about her, but I like what she writes. Christine DiGiacomo, something like that. I smiled, turned around, and introduced myself. Thank goodness she was saying something nice, right? She wanted to know more about me, who I am, who I represent, my purpose in writing, etc. Time for an update like that, I think. I am Christine DiGiacomo of San Clemente, California, a smallish coastal town in the southern part of the state, about halfway between Los Angeles and San Diego. Why do I write? So that you may know. A little of the backstory. While I started writing Bible studies about 25 years ago now, those studies initially were mostly geared toward women. Then, after serving on the pastoral staff of a non-denominational church for some years, I had an assignment change in 2008. While praying about it, I swear I heard God whisper the word global to me, but I did not know what that meant. In the same week, a businessman acquaintance asked me some deep questions about making his company count for the kingdom of God. A lofty goal, but a good one. We want it to count for more than just the bottom line. You know what I mean? He asked. Now, how great is that? Taking notes on a lined yellow pad as he spoke, I then asked some direct questions about his personal commitment to Bible reading and prayer, to a local church, to some accountability in growing these areas. Then we reasoned together with his business partner and discovered that while both of them wanted to be disciplined in growing deeper in the things of God, their demanding travel schedule made it very difficult. That is when I began writing daily Bible studies from the book of James and sending them via email to the two of them. The writings were a little more than daily feel-good devotional, but not a rigorous in-depth study either, something in between. I dubbed the writings morning briefings because I had found that having a devotional time each morning, a set-apart time with God, was revolutionary in my life. In short order, I became the corporate pastor to that company and continued to serve them in four ways. Regular Bible study meetings with top-level management until COVID, a weekly international conference call prayer meeting, morning briefings sent to any and all of their interested people, including vendors and clients, ministering individually when I am called. But here's the wild part. God took the humble beginnings of morning briefings and expanded them into a global ministry so that five days a week, the Bible with real life application goes to thousands of people in 146 countries via the written word and podcasts. In addition, I believe in a local assignment. For well over a year, I served the street people of Long Beach, 
getting the light of Christ into a dark community. You can look this up on my Pastor Woman website in an area called Tales from Long Beach. In 2009, I formed a 501c3, a nonprofit ministry, and called it Pastor Woman because that is sometimes how my corporate guys referred to me and my street friends, too. That is what fuels the ministry and enables me to get God's word into the hearts and minds of local readers and those far and wide. It's really exciting. For almost four years, I led a huddle of Fellowship of Christian Athletes at nearby San Clemente High School, the large D1 school with a high level of competition. It is the hardest thing I ever undertook, but was honored to see students come to know God, accept Jesus as their Savior, and even get baptized. In the 20th year of Women of Passion, a group of women of varying ages and experiences with Christ who have come together for the purpose of growing their faith and authentic friendship, COVID changed things up quite dramatically. Our 100 plus women were no longer able to meet inside, gather around tables, or break bread together. It was a huge loss to our strong community. First, I live streamed music and accompanying Bible teaching, but then we were given access to nearby San Clemente Outlet's parking lot with an ocean view. Since May, we have gathered weekly, picking up men and children as well. God-filled music, biblical message, prayers for our community, dogs on leashes, and now we are called Thrive. You can join this group on Facebook. It's called Thrive OC, as in Orange County, and watch the live stream teaching on Thursday mornings at 10 o'clock Pacific time. Personally, I am also a homemaker married to Dean, an equal part of ministry to my family of four children between the ages of 22 and 37, who I adore. Three sons, a daughter, a son-in-law, and five grandchildren spread across four states. They're pictured on the website if you'd like to see. I studied theology at Bethel and Simpson Colleges, have a bachelor's degree in communications, and a teaching credential as well. I'm constantly reading and learning. All that to say, I do what I do so that you will know the great love of God. Soren Kierkegaard prayed, Now, with God's help, I shall become myself. I will not be the self I was intended to be without walking in the grace of God, and neither will you. Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit round it and pluck blackberries. I don't know, something kind of obtuse about that um, poem by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. One final thought. We are his workmanship, poema, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's Paul. Ephesians 2, verse 10. Why do I do what I do? The same reason I hope you will do what you're meant to do, so that others will know. <music>